Welcome to Spark Your Joy, Encounters with Spirituality and Creativity, a monthly podcast in which I, Eva Bojashka, will be interviewing international artists, filmmakers, musicians, sound healers, yoga teachers, wisdom teachers, creatives, about their life journeys and exploration of spirituality, creativity, and everything in between. everyone welcome to spark your joy encounters with spirituality and creativity today um, i'm very happy uh, to host mariah Tellaun, past life regressionist um, who is uh, currently based in berlin and um, she studied at the quantum healing healing hypnosis academy of the Loris Cannon, and she offers one to one one to one sessions and uh, group sessions. But we will know more today. Um, so yeah, I will give it um, to her to present herself. Hi, Maria, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm very excited to know more about everything uh, that you do yeah. <laughs> so uh, maybe yeah we can start first of, with um, who are you and mm -hmm. your current lifetime <laughs> right <laughs> this one I'm focused on yeah and this one <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah I'm I'm a past life regressionist as you already put it uh, which I consider to be the best job in the world actually uh, and within this framework, uh, my main job is really my one-on-one -on -one past life regressions, which are really deep dives for a person to go into their past lives, but also to connect to their higher self. It's not just uh, about the past life. It's actually much more about your current life, funny enough. Um, yeah. And as you said, too, I offer past life regressions uh, workshops. I offer higher self workshops as well. And... Yeah, I learn a lot in this way. My clients learn a lot and me on the sideline from them because, you know, within every story of a person, you always recognize something about yourself as well. So it's really a magnificent journey uh, that always keeps evolving and always keeps you, yeah, keeps your mind flexible because every time you think you've sorted it out, now you really know how the universe works. It's like, <laughs> well, actually, look at this. And it's like, oh no, then I have to change all my belief systems again but actually <laughs> I really love that I really love that it's always uh yeah bringing me new new understanding and uh expanding uh my my awareness in this sense mm, yeah and yeah I agree that it's like an ongoing journey right yeah <laughs> yeah um but um, maybe it's interesting to see when this journey started for you and mm -hmm. maybe when did you land on a spiritual um, path and right. um, yeah, how did that yeah. happen? That's a good question because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't always spiritual actually. Um, this started for me when I lived in Canada. I'm from the Netherlands mm -hmm. and I moved to Canada. My husband is Canadian, so I moved there in... 2014 and this is actually where my spiritual path unfolded and uh, later I found out it was because I had a very spiritual life in that exact place in Canada that triggered uh, that triggered this experience for me 
because um, in the very mm. beginning when I moved to Canada, I wondered why do I why do I end up in this place? Like it was a city in Canada that wasn't necessarily a city I wanted to live in, although I loved the country. It wasn't the city that I was like, oh yeah, this is exciting. Uh, but there was really good reason for it uh, because this is where my spirituality started. And it all started actually uh, when I was gifted the book, Many Lives, Many Masters by a friend of mine. And this book is from Brian Weiss, who is by now quite a famous past life regressionist. Uh, and this book is really about his journey from being a clinical psychologist uh, to becoming a past life regressionist because he was very much science-based person um, but through hypnosis his clients kept going back to past lives and I was reading this book and it completely fascinated me I really was eating it up I was reading it very fast but mm -hmm. it also really confused me because I also never really been confronted with really considering the idea of reincarnation. I never really had any spiritual upbringing uh, at all, also not religious upbringing. So it was really kind of puzzling me. Um, but after I read maybe a third of the book, the next day something happened to me that uh, left all confusion out of the door and really made it clear to me like this is it and that was because I woke up in the morning and I was again thinking about this book thinking like is this real like what to think about this what how does this feel and I heard a voice then and the voice was outside of myself and it said you knew about reincarnation all along it's just time for you to remember it now and uh, it was a very, very intense moment. I would almost say like it was a big shock because a shock to my system, like my body, my mental state, my emotional state were all like, oh, shit, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a big enough shock for me to also really turn my life around. And I guess I kind of needed a slap in the face because I really wasn't going there by myself um mm. so that's essentially what happened i heard this voice and for me the path was really about finding out everything i could know about reincarnation about past life regression because that was this book that i was reading about and with it also became of course uh, my spiritual uh, life and my spiritual understanding and this is something that is still unfolding today like like i just said like it's always it's always something that keeps on going and it's always my curiosity bringing me to new paths or new realizations about mm -hmm. the nature of our reality um but that's where it started and very shortly after that moment i would say i don't really know how much time went over it because time I have a hard time uh, tracking time in that <laughs> sense because it seems so distorted <laughs> but I think it was probably within within the nine months of that moment that I actually went to Dolores Cannon's QHHT uh, course in the States mm -hmm. I pretty fast went into that and then also started doing sessions right away Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely like directly jumped. Oh in. yeah, when I know I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was the same with my husband. I saw him in Thailand. I'm like, okay, that is my husband. I will move to Canada. We'll be together for the rest of our lives. It's it's kind of how I work. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, yeah. It's uh oh, I'm very wow. decisive. <laughs> and uh, did you move uh well, did you meet your husband before? Uh, before Canada, right? Yeah, because yeah, I met him in Thailand actually uh, 13 years ago. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and to be very honest, we've met, of course, in many past lives. Now we know that because when I started doing my past life regression work, he was my guinea pig, of course, in the beginning. So I've tested <laughs> a lot of times on him and he loved coming to my group regressions. And so many times we've seen different lifetimes where we were already together, not just as couples, also as siblings or as friends or as a teacher, all, di all different ways. Mm -hmm. also not always in loving ways sometimes we really didn't like each other so much um but yeah it was no coincidence that our paths crossed and uh that it's been yeah that we're still mm -hmm. together and it's the been the most wonderful relationship yeah and i remember actually because i've attended two group uh, sessions yeah. um one in person in greece in corpo where yeah. we met in person the first time and then in online and uh, now uh, recently you hosted an adventure with mm -hmm. uh, mike dooley also um uh, so uh i i remember that uh, on one of these <laughs> you were saying that uh you uh, killed your husband at one of your also, past yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah 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 oh yeah he's done pretty horrific things to me too uh, i won't mention them here but uh on the same level as i would say killing yeah <laughs> like oh, yeah, we've been through many many things together <laughs> which is probably also the case for anyone listening and also for you uh anyone that you're very close to uh you've met each other before and you've been with each other before and perhaps in different di dynamics, different kinds of relationships, but we keep coming back and back to, yeah, to keep uh, learning from each other, overcoming certain struggles and to always come back to forgiveness and, and also loving each other. Yeah. And um, yeah. Okay. Let's, I, I was going to ask you about karma. Uh, yeah. But maybe we can just start with what is a past life regression mm. <laughs> and then go from yeah, there good, yeah or I sometimes forget it's not normal yet <laughs> for me it's so normal yeah so i would just explain my my one-on-one sessions because that this is really the main focus and also my one-on-one sessions make by far the biggest impact on a person's life um a one-on-one -on -one session Keep in mind, there's many different kinds of past life regression uh, techniques out there. And I think all of them are wonderful and they're all for different persons. But the technique that I use is QHHT. So I'll just explain this specific technique. Um, yeah, my sessions take anywhere from five to six hours. They're really uh, long, although when you're in it, it doesn't feel very long. Um, but the session basically has three different components, three different parts. And in the first part of the session, I just sit down with my client and talk about their life right now, because whatever is going to show up in the regression, it's always related to their current life, which is a bit of a paradox because it's called past life regression. And then sometimes people ask me like, oh yeah, but why should I go into my past lives? My current life is already so much to deal with and so much to un un unravel. And I'm like, well, that's exactly why you go into a past <laughs> life to get, you know, to get clarity about your current life. And that can happen in many different ways. Um, but yeah, the first part is just talking about a person's current life. So for the session, I can become their, yeah, their, their advocate for themselves. I can ask them the questions that really relate to their life. Um, and then the second part is the regression part where people lie down on the bed that I have here in my office, which is right there. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guide them to a past life. Could be one, could also be multiple past lives, but they are the ones experiencing the life. For some, it's a very visual experience. 
never with their physical eyes, but with their mind's eye, it can be very visual. For others, it's more a sense of feeling, you know, not so visual, but more a feeling or sudden knowing or sudden spontaneous memories. Uh, but whatever life shows up, and this is something I really love about QHHT, whatever life shows up, I always ask for the higher self, for their higher self, to decide whatever life it wants to show them. Because in this way, I know they're completely safe. You know, there's, like I said, there's many different techniques. Some say, oh, you have to relive very tra traumatic lives to release this trauma. In QHHT, it doesn't work necessarily that way. Sure, sometimes traumatic things happen, but oftentimes the higher self says a person doesn't have to relive uh, because it could actually also re-traumatize a person. So mm -hmm. I know that when the higher self chooses a life for the person to relive, uh, it is always something in their best interest. It's always something for their benefit. And it's always something that's going to help them in their current life. So it could potentially show where a certain limiting belief comes from or where a certain uh, behavior comes from or even also a certain uh, interest or a certain fear. It could be many different things. But a past life can also show symbolically what to do in this lifetime. So sometimes the higher self shows a life to really motivate or really inspire or stimulate a person in their current life about a certain decision they should make now. So sometimes it can be really, yeah, almost like an advice uh, or, or um, yeah, a motivation for a person to be like, hey, you can do it because you've done it already. So, you know, be confident that you can do it again. And then there's the third part of the session. <laughs> And that's the most exciting part. I find it one of the most exciting parts because in the last part of the session, I asked for my client's higher self to come forward and speak directly through them. So mm -hmm. basically then we're talking through directly to their intuition, directly to their voice of the higher self. And then anything can happen. Any information can be asked, first of all, about the life that was shown. Like, why was this shown? How to apply this? How does it connect to their current life? What's here to, to learn about it? Mm -hmm. But after that, I can ask my clients big life questions like what is my life purpose or why did I have to go through this crazy childhood or uh, what is there for me to do with the rest of my life or how can I support my children? How can I support uh, my health? There's many, many different questions, but this is something that I always tell my clients. It's their homework to formulate questions that they have for their for their higher self. And that all comes out in the session. And usually I would say 99% people only need one session. It happens that people come back, but usually it's maybe a year later and it's just out of curiosity or their life has changed drastically and have new questions. But overall, a person only really need one session uh, yeah, to get all the answers. Yeah, I I have to say that in uh, one of the the past life regressions, mm -hmm. um, I saw myself uh, drowning. This was mm -hmm. the end of the the lifetime. Yeah, the uh, the lifetime, the life. Yeah. and um, and then I am actually afraid of water and deep waters. Ah, so yeah. I was like, okay, right. that's why. <laughs> right, I actually died like that. <laughs> hey, and and when was it that you had that uh, past life? Was it recently, or is it something that was already a while back? Ah, uh, no, not so while. Uh, not so, not so. Uh, not so long ago. No, no, not so much. Because oftentimes uh, within a couple weeks after going through an experience like this, seeing where the fear originated, oftentimes then the conscious mind starts making a division, be like, oh, that fear belongs to that life and not to this life. 
so often then you don't even have to do anything for it, but often then it's released. In a one-on-one -on -one regression, I would then ask the higher self, is this already released? Will it be automatically released? Or can the higher self release it? Because it's the higher self can also do any healing, really. Uh, but in a group regression, we don't go into that uh, into that depth. But uh, it can very well be that next time you are uh, deeper on the ocean or on the boat or, or swimming, <laughs> and you dare to go a little bit further without feeling any panic. It's something that Ooh. might unfold. Oh, I have to try. <laughs> yeah, you should. And let me know. <laughs> I always love hearing these stories because it's so it's so amazing these internal shifts uh, that can take place after experiences like this. Yeah, it's true that it's true that I haven't been yet because it's winter, even though it's warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I can uh, definitely. I mean, with twenty four. Yeah, degrees. see. <laughs> yeah, see if you if you if it feels if it feels different now. If it feels different, yeah. Yeah, because it was curious to see uh, <laughs> that it might come from there. So uh... <laughs> whatever, whatever fear we have or whatever conviction we have about something, whatever belief we have, even if it's a limiting belief or a positive belief, if you cannot track uh, its origin in your current lifetime, if nothing happened in your childhood that really relates to it, it's likely because it's from another lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, there's always a very logical reason for it. Yeah, like uh, yeah. Well, and then the fear obviously creates uh, also the belief and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the and then you, you know, then you live that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but it can all be unraveled at the at the same time as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, let's go then to to the um, uh, to the question of reincarnation. Actually, maybe yeah, yeah, from there. Uh, because I find it very interesting, there is actually, uh, well, this this uh, transformation, death, rebirth, and uh, like the wheel of life. Uh, mm -hmm. I kind of visualize at the moment because I also work with the medicine wheel in my oh, yeah. in my work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it actually uh, has a relationship. Like it's, uh, they say, even I read that it can be that the Amazonian and Andean uh, medicine wheel has its. Uh, commonalities but also origins of the from the Himalayas mm. so it can be really related yeah um, but um, yeah my point is yeah mm. about the reincarnation I was wondering how how do you work with actually the presence of death in order to be yeah re reborn we need yeah we need to die and mm. then um, and then with karma yeah, as well. That is something that comes up now as an idea. But yeah, I mean, in, in my regressions, people go to uh, a specific past life and I guide them through the life, but I also guide them through the death of that life. So they also experience what it's like to die. Um, and I find this very empowering because uh, dying is very, very smooth. Uh, although for of course there's many different ways for us to die some can be very sudden some can be very aggressive some can be very calm but the actual process of dying itself is very very silky smooth I would almost say it's like taking off a glove and you just keep flowing and oftentimes in regressions I've also seen this that the process of being born is not smooth at all that's actually quite an aggressive thing to be born as a soul into a body again into the into the world and all these things but dying usually is quite beautiful and very harmonious and as soon as you are out of the body you'll feel 
very, very good. Um, and this is something that people then, of course, go through in a regression. Uh, it's very similar, for instance, to uh, NDEs, near-death experiences. All these things are all completely uh, common with each other. Sometimes a person, when they are on the other side, they keep going and then they keep going into the afterlife and describe uh, what is happening there. Uh, and there's many different phases that a person goes through within the afterlife. Usually at the very beginning, there is a resting phase. Um, and within regressions, I've been there myself, I've been in this resting phase. A person doesn't want to move out of the resting phase. So if I know <laughs> if they're hitting the resting phase, they're like, okay, leave me Life alone. Is so tiring. We need to rest. <laughs> yeah. And it really feels like you're totally exhausted. Um, and then I know, okay, well, then let's go to another lifetime then. But sometimes if they go or they skip the resting phase or they keep going, usually there's a resting phase. There's a phase of reflection where you're reflecting on the life you just lived and you're kind of re uh, you're kind of reliving it, not just from your perspective, but also of the perspective of all the other people that has that you have affected or you have impacted by your presence. So you're really getting a complete perspective on all these different uh experiences and how your behavior how your choices have yeah impacted others um the the main thing is that as soon as you're out of the body your emotional state will be very different because the, the emotions come with the physical incarnation as a human being as soon as you're out of the body it will be much more a neutral uh neutral way of experiencing emotions and so when you're coming from a more objective and neutral place and reliving some of your old uh, your old moments or important days, you'll be able to see it from a neutral uh, stand place. And therefore also you can see, oh, I did that very good, but I didn't do that so good. And the thing that I did here, I should have done maybe a little bit different. And you take all that information and then you go into a learning phase where you're deciding together with your guides, together with your higher self, together with other people that have been important karmic relationships on how you can work out the kinks in the cable that you haven't really worked out yet or how you can create a new lifetime where you'll be able to learn those lessons. Uh, and then you start preparing for that. And again, that comes with many different phases. If anyone is interested in this, there's a beautiful book about this from my teacher, Dolores Cannon. Uh, it's called Between Death and Life. Mm -hmm. It's stunning. It's really stunning. I just gave this book to my grandmother, who's 91. It got translated mm -hmm. to Dutch and she loved it. We often talk also about death. And obviously mm -hmm. she's 91. It's something that is uh, also in her life present. And um, it was really cool because she says, yeah, you know, this is all new to me. But she says, I felt like I already knew it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Reincarnation, you know, it's 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 the cycle. And uh, same with karma. Karma, it's not necessarily, oh, you did something bad to me. Now I'm going to do something bad to you. It's all about this balance of different experiences, knowing how you've impacted someone, knowing how you can, uh, you know, rebalance that or harmonize that. Just knowing what it feels like to be the sister of someone who gets killed and maybe you were the one killing someone before it doesn't mean you have to be killed after it just means that you have to learn all the different uh angles all the different ways of uh yeah of, of experiences just to learn and to grow yeah that calms me down a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's correct <laughs> there's no such thing as punishment there's no such thing as 
yeah negative life choices really all and, and this is something that really also past life aggression and, and also my spiritual sense have brought me that i really stepped away from judging anybody's life path because we all chose to a large extent the things we wanted to go through and it's often based on the things we just wanted to learn and the things we wanted to experience but really from a neutral perspective not so much from a perspective of like you know taking something personal or having a revenge or something like this it's really just out of sheer joy of being able to experience all these different facets of life mm -hmm. yeah yeah no I, I was saying that because i uh in both past life regressions yeah uh, i had i i met a person that i met also in this lifetime yeah and it's uh yeah i've asked you before it's and you said it's like normal that uh, people mm. <laughs> you can encounter recognize people in the past life yeah for sure yeah they might look different but you'll you'll recognize their essence yeah, and I was thinking, oh, I don't know what karma is in here. <laughs> 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 I was a bit worried. <laughs> right. But now it's okay. Okay. <laughs> Were you surprised to see that person? It's not a person that's very important now? I met this person now twice, maybe. So it's oh, not really nice okay, so, so part. Okay, yeah, but definitely mm -hmm. I felt a kind of a connection or something around Yeah, it. familiarity uh, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. It was like, uh, it was not like I met uh, any random person. Yeah, you know, that I've met a uh, well, random person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> it like was a like more special that that I I met. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So. Um, wait. What else I wanted to ask you? Because mm -hmm. we talked about. <laughs> uh, well, I actually didn't ask you exactly what does. Um, spiritual i mean to you i mm. mean we're talking about this and this is uh anyways already a spiritual perspective yeah uh, yeah um, to believe in reincarnation and uh but what does it mean to you now in your life maybe um right and... yeah to be <laughs> spirituality yeah for me it's it's um ever ever since that day in canada it's it's been for me the driver of my life um and it also has allowed me to completely change uh my outlook on life on myself i actually used to be a pessimist big time i'm completely an optimist now yeah. <laughs> oh i've changed really drastically i'm really not the same person anymore as i was before uh, and for the better, I would say, <laughs> most people say this, um, but yes, yeah, spirituality for me really means uh, being able to, to focus on yourself, focus on your inner self, focus within, not so much without. Um, and for me, it's all about moving into, into oneness, into non-duality, to move away from, you know, the polarity that we're being presented oftentimes and being able to know that deep inside we're all one and we're all one with, with the divine and to live life really from an open-hearted place, mm. to be able to find and experience inner peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes in many different phases in many different ways but uh it's 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 for me it's everything in my life it's it's the biggest driver yeah mm. there's nothing more important than that yeah yeah and also i think i mean <laughs> I don't, for me also for instance with this with these teachings of the medicine wheel it's uh they really work with 
going inwards in order to change the projection the that you have yeah the outer projection yeah. of the in inner world yeah outer world right so, uh, i think it's the only way we have influence and also i don't just think that i also say that because the higher self says it again and again like if you want to change the world you have to change uh, yourself within, or you have to yeah. perhaps heal things for yourself that hasn't been healed yet or find out what what thoughts or what behavior is very limiting to you find out what ways you can open your heart more because we have a lot of effects on our environment by shining our light as brightly as we can but we have no effect on the environment when we are wanting to push or pull or shout or tell others what to do or give others advice even if we do it in the most loving way <laughs> really the only way for us to change the world is is yeah. to really focus on ourselves to keep our eyes on ourselves all the rest is distraction yeah and then it will it will reflect outside <laughs> yeah <laughs> After. it really will like one of my favorite teachers is uh seth uh he's channeled by jane roberts i don't know if you know jane roberts she's my one of my favorite writers uh she was she was active in the 50s 60s and 70s i think 80s maybe and she channeled seth and seth says um he says you cannot stop war by hating war you can only stop war by loving peace It's the only only thing and the higher self in my sessions have said it different ways but it's all saying the same thing the more you're focusing on peace on your own peace on inner peace or bringing peace to others on um, being kind on um, bringing peace to your family to your environment to your friends to your pets um, <laughs> this is going to have an immense 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 effect because we're all connected to each other on levels that we our, our conscious mind cannot even comprehend yeah yeah that yeah that we also uh well we we are still on a on a on a journey to uh be able to to work with that as well mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah. heavy. laughs> i know duality is very tempting you know it's like oh yeah but there's there's bad and there's good and it's like yeah yeah sure <laughs> Maybe yeah. meditate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's nice to focus on what. Uh, yeah. To embody it and. Uh, yeah. And uh, to really bring it into your life and with mm -hmm. it to your environment and the beauty of, mm -hmm. of the ripple effect that we have on other people and this is something that the higher self also often says the higher self of my clients I mean when I say that um it's that the effect that we have on others is really really massive and sometimes the effect you're affecting someone who's not even close to you someone you don't even know someone who isn't even uh in, in your proximity might be people in a completely different country even in a completely different timeline or a different dimension even past life versions of you will be impacted by you bringing in more light into your own life, by you bringing more self-love or self-value or respect into your own life. It ripples out like a massive domino effect into directions, not just you know linear, but also through dimensions, through lifetimes, through parallel existences. Uh, we really affect much more in this way than we can comprehend. It's I find it very exciting. Yeah, and that also reminds me of the 
the past life regression mm-hmm. that you do and you bring actually your clients to the future They yes also yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, good bridge <laughs> yeah no time yeah no time <laughs> it, it's some, it's often for a lot of people like yeah but future like what how can we go to the future it's not determined yet and it's like well maybe not for the linear timeline that we're in right now because you know physically we do experience time in a linear way but as soon as we move out of the body as soon as we're on the other side uh, all time is happening now all past lives are happening now all future lives are happening now and i also don't fully comprehend this i also don't really understand how that really works or it's really hard for me to to be able to really yeah to really integrate that i just know it's true and i leave it at that because i feel it's too abstract for my human brain to really really understand it or really grasp it so i just have peace with it i know that's how it works and so in regressions uh also when i do a past life regression sometimes people go into the future as well because i just ask the higher self show whatever life is going to be you know the most beneficial to this person Sometimes that lifetime can also be in a future time. Um, so yeah, future times mm. are as accessible and have as much to say uh, or to teach us of who we are right now. Um, but I know it can be really a bit of a of a mindfuck for people. <laughs> I, I like it because it really helps you to really know that we just don't know everything and that's okay you know we don't have to be able to put everything in a concise box or put a good label on it and be like okay this is what it is and it's like no no no. there's so much more and there's so much more you know things out there in the universe that we are probably not even meant to fully comprehend we're just meant to surrender to it and go with the flow and yeah have fun while doing it spark <laughs> your joy while doing it yeah. <laughs> it's something that the higher self says all the time like joy is super important so you have no idea how important it is uh, but the more joy you can have in your life again the brighter your light will shine mm, yeah and you said yeah the, the higher self <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we're talking about the higher self and um, I was I was thinking uh, to ask you about our intuition and the higher self and yeah. the relationship with creativity and how mm. creativity is an expression. Is it an expression or mm. what, how do you see this relationship? Yeah. So cells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love that uh, that uh, intersection there. Um, so yeah, for me, intuition is the is the voice of your higher self your higher self speaks to you through your intuition and for many people that can come different you know for some it really is more like a voice for others it's a gut feeling for others it comes really clear in dreams or in i don't know like in certain curiosities that they feel but creativity is a massive uh, massive tool also for the higher self because essentially when you're being creative you are being intuitive you are being inspired you know so when you're working creatively um you're actually really channeling uh information from other realms and you're putting it into your work or you're bringing it into your life in whatever way possible so i think those things are very connected And also I know when people in regressions come and they are creative people, those are usually also very strong sessions. I mean, there's many things that are very beneficial for a good session, but if a person is very creative, 
that basically means that person is very intuitive because they're opening to have inspiration flow through them and create what uh, what comes through them. They're basically the channel for it. So those things are all very closely related. Same, for instance, as imagination as well. Mm-hmm. Imagination is also one of these tools that are that are it's really a way for your higher self to speak to you. And it's different than fantasy. I say I would say fantasy is more something that comes from the ego or from the conscious mind, perhaps to create something uh, usually to make the self look very good or to have the self benefit in a great way. Mm-hmm. But imagination <laughs> is again, like creativity, also a tool for your higher self to show you what your capabilities are, to show you your potential or to show it what you can manifest or whatever it is. But all these things are very much uh, higher self yeah, higher self uh, tools, higher self way to be in touch with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because actually, the, the you mentioned great, great, the creative people, and um, it's like we uh, they are not so uh, following the restrictions of the mind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Kind of more open to to receive. And be yeah. super helpful. And yeah. to be honest, the most important ingredients for for doing a past life regression is really your curiosity. If you're curious about it, if you feel this spark of interest about it, that's already means that your higher self is putting that inspiration for you in your field to explore it. So it doesn't mean that all my clients are creative, not at all. I also have people that are super uh, really uh, scientific based even or very rational or say, yeah, but I'm a very analytical thinker. They still also have great sessions. Um, it's yeah, but there's just certain things that can be, uh, can be helpful in that way. Yeah. <laughs> Our creative um, mm-hmm. nature. Yeah. Um, uh yeah um well i was uh i was thinking before when you were saying about future and past yeah um, i was thinking that actually for me um it happened when i am uh i mean let's say in three places uh at the same time mm. uh, like even <laughs> through zoom mm. <laughs> we are from spain and uh, germany but uh if you like i've lived in different places like in these three places let's say so it's kind of, uh, I had the, this conversation with uh, a friend of mine that she cannot really, because she's been only in one place all mm. her life, so she cannot really uh, feel herself in another at the yeah. same time. Yeah. But for me, it happens. And I think as it is uh, with places, the same time, the same ways with time as well. Mm. that's kind of my (laughs) I was reflecting on it (laughs) yeah so there's something very interesting that Dolores Cannon teaches actually about this um, which is within the realm of parallel universes so she says uh, and I found similarities about it also in my regressions Uh, she says that for every choice you don't make there's another part of you that does make that choice So for instance, the Eva that lived in in the Netherlands, uh, there's also a part of that Eva that is still living in the Netherlands that didn't decide to then move to Spain. So there's a parallel version of you living out the different life paths that you could potentially choose from, Uh, which again, is completely, (laughs) it's really hard. But sometimes it happens that you can switch these timelines. So sometimes it, it, it might feel like, yeah, but it also can feels like I'm also still there or I still feel very connected to that place or whatever it might be um mm-hmm. so this is this might be the reason why you still feel this and it might be the reason why your friend doesn't have it because she never made 
these big choices to have those big moves, for instance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow, very interesting. I know it's crazy. <laughs> I, I love thinking about these things, but sometimes it's also a bit overwhelming. It's like, okay, now my brain hurts. Now I just have to put it down for a while. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think really our reality is so different than what we think. And and it's all about our beliefs. Like if we believe we're just these physical bodies and we're going to die and nothing's going to happen and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's that will be your experience because your mind will look for things that affirms what you're believing. But if you start changing your beliefs or if you start maybe just loosening up about some of these beliefs, you will also get the proof for that. You will also then get, uh, you know, new kinds of information or new kinds of experiences that align with that belief. So really, we can really create our own uh, our, our own experience of reality completely. And mm -hmm. the book I would recommend about this, as you might notice, I'm a total book nerd. Uh, <laughs> so Jane Roberts, I'm just reading a massive, amazing book about exactly this. It's called The Nature of Your Personal Reality. And it's by Jane Roberts uh, when she's channeling Seth. It's incredible. It's so beautiful. And it's, again, also completely in line with what the higher self of my clients says in my sessions. So it's really, really exciting about how we can create the most amazing uh, belief system and also learn to recognize beliefs that are not helpful uh, to make sure that we live life in the most uh, beautiful way yeah mm -hmm. and also deal with some ugly things i mean it's not just about you know fun and rainbows and everything it's also <laughs> about having space for uh, other emotions or other feelings or old traumas all, all also has a place um mm -hmm. but there's always ways to overcome to forgive to grow and to always again at the end open your heart as wide as you can <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to really be as fully alive as possible. Yeah, and actually that is, uh, I wanted to mention earlier that uh, for for the people who listen or watch, that uh, they can uh, definitely visit uh, the website apart if they're interested in the future and uh, the future, no, in the past life regression, which can yeah. also be future <laughs> Or future life, yeah. <laughs> um but apart from that there is an amazing uh, like book library uh recommend on my website yeah, the, yeah yeah on your website it's amazing <laughs> i really love this, this it's part. ever expanding too i keep adding new, new books to it yeah for sure it i always a... love i always love sharing uh, this kind of knowledge um so i have it on my website also on my instagram I often post things that are that i'm learning or things that the higher self are, is saying um yeah for sure it's all it's there's a lot on there <laughs> yeah and uh well as we are kind of moving with the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> um what is coming up for you maybe if you want to share or anything else that you would like to share uh now is kind of a last yeah so <laughs> so one thing it's it's a relatively new thing that i created is the higher self channeling workshop um i might change the name to developing intuition workshop i'm not too sure but this is something that I'm quite passionate about because in a one-on-one -on -one session, uh, and this is one of the, the most wonderful takeaways for me when I have a client after a one-on-one -on -one session, maybe six months later, say, hey, after 
our session, I still hear my higher self every day. I now know exactly what it's what it sounds like. I know what it feels like, so I can recognize it in my everyday existence, and I really allow it to guide me. I think that's such a beautiful thing because ultimately, if we really trust our intuition, it's it's the most yeah wonderful superpower we can possess. It really be a life changing thing. And so I started creating uh, these higher self workshop intuitive workshops where I yeah explain some of these basic teachings about what the higher self has said again and again that apply to all of us, not just to a specific person with specific uh, questions, but really general information that is really helpful for all of us. So this is something that I'm ever creating. And within this workshop also, actually, uh, we're going to channel your higher self. You're channeling your own higher self, getting answers to some questions all with the intent so when people walk away that they feel a stronger connection to their intuition and hopefully also be able to keep building it and i explain how intuition works how it doesn't work how it speaks how it doesn't speak uh and how to yeah really strengthen this connection so that's something that it's ever ever ongoing and i'm really excited to keep uh producing new workshops within this realm because you have you have something coming in December about uh, a workshop of higher self channeling workshop. Yeah, I think it's I think... on third of December. Yeah, I have a lot of workshop. I almost every month uh, do do <laughs> workshop past life regression workshop, higher self channeling workshop. So yeah, mm -hmm. some are online, um, some are in person in Berlin. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's always uh, a lot of offerings uh, for people to choose from. Uh, also, <laughs> all on my website, by the way. Because actually the, yeah, so that's, uh, people can see it there, but I yeah. just, last uh, question that popped up in my mind yeah about what you're saying about the intuition, because often it is that people can eventually hear their inner voice, Maybe. but they don't follow it. Yeah. This is another thing, right? Yeah. How yeah. do you actually really trust and really? <laughs> yeah. I know it's a good question. And I think one of the most important things for us to realize, it's it's not a very strange thing that we don't follow it because we didn't grow up in the world where we have a lot of role models that show us how to listen to our intuition and follow our intuition. Because our intuition often demands, not demands, but uh, asks for us to be quite spontaneous and to really make life choices that might not be so logical sometimes because the higher self sees the bigger picture of your life. It sees, you know, an, an, a bigger picture that the conscious mind has no access to. So the conscious mind might say, yeah, but I have to go to school and then I have to do an internship. And then I become this, this, uh, this profession. Whereas the higher self says, why don't you call that friend and uh, cancel your appointment of tomorrow and go to that shop and spend some time there and see who you meet? You know, it might be something quite random, but yeah. the beauty is, and this is something that I have experienced as well, is as you're following it and as you're really acknowledging this kind of information to come through your inspiration, your intuition, and you're following it and then you get the proof. Then you get the proof like, oh my God, I really had to be there. Or, oh my God, I really had to call this person. Or, oh, I really needed to read that book. Or I really needed to hear that song. It's constantly the synchronicities. When you're becoming aware of the synchronicities and you're getting the proof that it was a very good idea to follow these things, um, in that way, you ultimately train your mind as well to loosen up and to start trusting the intuition and not right away say, no, that's silly doesn't make sense. I already made those plans. I cannot cancel those plans or whatever, whatever it might be. 
but by allowing you to just experiment with it, follow its advice, getting proof that it works, the steps will get bigger and bigger, but it will start very subtle. It will start as small steps and not very intimidating actions, but the actions might get bigger and bigger uh, as your higher self notices that your trust in it is growing. And with it also, your life will unfold in the most beautiful of ways because our conscious mind cannot comprehend what is possible. Whereas the higher self, as I said, has this bigger picture and knows how you can live your life to the fullest potential. So yeah, it's super exciting. <laughs> okay. So I yeah. think that I'm, I'm going to be there for the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the biggest I'm the biggest advocate for people to, to really allow themselves to listen to their intuition and share it with other people. Be a role model for somebody else. You know, let somebody know like, hey, I followed my intuition. This happened. Mm. And then the other person was like, really? You can just do that? Should I, should I do it too? Like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. We can be each other's role models. That is true that I, for me, when I think of it, every time I followed it, it's, it was the best decision. Yeah. It was really the best decision. Yeah, so you, cannot, can... you cannot foresee uh, why it would have been, but if you do it, and then later you get the proof that, oh my God, yes, this was yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um okay well um yeah i think that uh i mean i have a lot more questions i can have right <laughs> i can keep you here usually the case yeah yeah i also i could talk about this forever i love it um but yeah we can uh <laughs> we can uh let the people who listen or watch um uh, spark your joy um now to go to your website uh wonder never sees which i like the the name as well <laughs> and I, it will be in description so mm. you can just uh directly go there and find out more about upcoming workshop one-to-one -one, uh, work as well of maraya and um yeah and thank you so much for being Yeah, thank you for having me. Yesterday. Thank you for giving me the platform. <laughs> Lovely chatting with you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, see you soon online uh, for sure. And then maybe we see about uh, Berlin. That was a, an idea of mine as well. Ah, okay, <laughs> cool. For... <laughs> yeah, nice. Amazing. <laughs> for one-to-one. -one. That was uh, already in Greece. I was like, okay, let me see when ah, I can. <laughs> exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, yeah, enjoy your day. <laughs> you too. <laughs> um...